0: Hey anime friends, this is Nathan, one of the hosts of the program you're about to listen to and I just wanted to give a little bit of a foreword for this new series we're embarking on for the next year-ish or so. So I wanted to preface this entire series with an accurate content warning so that people whose days would be ruined by experiencing that content can bow out now. Rather than list everything and take like a half hour for the very nitty gritty specific things, I'm gonna direct you to a resource that I personally use a lot called doesthedogdie.com. That's gonna have a great list for you to search through anything that's a deal breaker for you and to see if you need to dip out of a scene an episode or the entire series. And if the latter is the case, no sweat, don't stress about it. We will see you at UA next summer. If everything goes according to plan, July 2023, we will be progressing to different things. Now, if you're a longtime fan of this show, you might know that plans change pretty quickly. So obviously, keep an eye on our socials. We are on Twitter at at thebig3mha, and there's obviously a Discord as well. Additionally, I want to say that if at any point this anime becomes a a huge drag for you with no upsides, that's fine. We will likewise be waiting for you at UA for our Season 6 coverage after Attack on Titan is done. I'll be real with you. It can be a bleak and depressing show at times, but if you liked our talks about things like Shigaraki's origin or our views on challenging media that we've shared across myriad episodes, you're already in great shape to watch this show if you're apprehensive about it. The show is a massively satisfying mystery and thriller and has some of the funniest and most joyful moments in anime for me. As always, both sides make a coin valuable and the joy and despair enrich each other. And I promise you, this is a story about attempting to overcome insurmountable odds when systems conspire against you. And while I get that that can be too real, especially in the times, I promise you that you'll never find a story like it and I will not steer you wrong when it comes to my notes and coverage on this show. Maybe this podcast is the first time that you're experiencing Attack on Titan and you're watching along with us. Maybe you are a longtime fan of Attack on Titan and you have found us on the podcast search for whatever app you're using. Or maybe you're just here to hear us talk and you're not going to watch the show whatsoever. No matter who's here, past, present, or future, know that we appreciate every one of you. And if you want to connect with other listeners, check out the description for a link to our Discord. Lastly, it's time to give Patreon shoutouts to the golden handful of Golden Skull Tier members on patreon.com slash somegoodshows. Shout out to Ben Krieger, Colleen Humphreys, Dion Thomas, Doc Rubente, Eddie DiSantiago, Emily Lyon, Ezra, Hanna Kim, Jetset Spy, Kyle Hatfield, Matt A.K.A. Stormageddon, Michael Robertson, Nancy Konak. Shout out to Cam's mom, Nane 12715, Pilnock, Sammy V, Spence, Stephen Mayfield, and Zach. Now, with all that out of the way, it's time to dedicate our hearts. Welcome to the big three. That's the uh, that's the name of the podcast again for for real this time. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 podcast about anime where we talk about anime uh, and right now we're doing Attack on
1: Titan. Uh, I'm your host Nathan Brandt.
2: I'm your host Jessica Howard. I haven't said that in a long time.
1: You have not. I was like expecting there to be a longer delay and you saying that and us having to be like, hey, Jess, Jess, Jess. Jess." It was
2: actually one of those things where I was like, you know, when you have to read in class and you're just like thinking about what you have to say (laughs) the whole time. I was like, I don't give a fuck what Nate is saying. I am. am (laughs) Oh, God, I
1: hope I don't call Nate mommy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I hope I don't say orgasm instead of organism.
1: (laughs) Uh, Hey, I'm your host, Cam Koenig. <laughs> and I'm your host, Orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck.
2: <laughs> Shit. <laughs> name, don't tell them your hero name.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, we're back at it at, at the at the Shiganshina, dude. It's it's we're here. We're we're queer, mostly queer. Yeah. <laughs> Get used oh, to God. it. Finally, we're back. <laughs> Finally, Cam gets his gay card. <laughs> But yeah, man, I like we uh, full disclosure, we recorded essentially this episode before um, the emergence of Connor and we were about to record.
1: (laughs) That's the new Terminator movie, right? The reveal,
0: the reveal of the the, the reveal of Connor Uh,
2: before much like the Titans, uh, Connor broke through some walls
0: (laughs) (laughs) and we were about to uh, record the second one. Um, we literally got on a call, and that was the, as, as the aforementioned on the like, the future of the big three, whatever, whatever. Um, that was the one where Jess was like, Hey, besties, um going to the hospital. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> We're
1: like, Okay, I'm
0: fine. Texted. I
2: was actually in the bed pushing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's Jess all over, just like having a baby, but worrying about the podcast schedule. Just like, have the fucking baby, dude. <laughs> But yeah, so this is going to be a little bit of a retread for us. Um, I did spruce up my notes a little bit, so it's not exactly the same. But aside from having already watched it, I guess we'll talk about our, our histories with this show. Uh, Jess, you want to go first?
2: Yeah, I don't even remember my history with this show
0: now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I God, I'm trying to like remember... What we talked about the first time we recorded this episode. I'm like, man, did I like, did I summarize it best then? I don't even remember what I said.
0: Pregnancy brain, dude. It, it, yeah. Don't worry about it.
2: It's a real thing. <laughs> um, so I think I started this show for the first time probably a couple years ago during a uh, quarantine period of pandemic. I mean, because pandemic is still going on. We're just past the quarantine period and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're now in the everyone getting sick all the time period.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Adventure 2 battle. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I was hesitant um, to watch it just for a bit because of like the reputation uh, mm-hmm. that the show can have in some circles that we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I started it um, and shit is intense. And I was not expecting that level of intensity right off the bat. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I don't have like some and I and I haven't finished the show. So mm-hmm. I think that I've gotten to somewhere in season two. So it's I don't know. We're kind of in the same situation as my hero where yeah. I am kind of the middleman once again. Um, yeah i don't know i'm excited i'm excited for this journey
0: yeah because we had to watch the first eight episodes essentially twice um because we we wanted to we wanted to have it be fresh rather than have like a bunch of references to like connor might be born
1: soon or whatever and then like (laughs) you ruined you ruined my joke of uh, my experience with the show well i've seen the first eight episodes twice so
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but i was gonna say that like we've kind of created the same situation with the My Hero episodes where Cam has seen a little bit and stopped for a valid reason. I
1: guess that's true, yeah, I never thought about that.
0: (laughs) And then Jess has seen farther, but has not seen all of it, and I've seen it like fucking eight times, because I'm, like we said in the very first My Hero episode, I'm like (laughs) Cam is the before picture and I'm the Taibo guy throwing Hadoukens (laughs) in the background. (laughs) Um, and so yeah, no, that's that's Cam's experience, right? Is you knew nothing about it before watching it for the first time. I
1: like, I I'm like surprised that I didn't know much about it. I've like picked up a little bit about like like visually about it through like just cultural osmosis. Like Mm -hmm. when I was in college, this was like the shit, and yeah, everybody was talking about it. A bunch of people I know who were not anime people fucking we're just like raving about how good this fucking first season of the show is mm-hmm. like uh we in my photography class we had a like a medium format camera company like a real fucking expensive camera company like come out and do a like a like a seminar and Whoa. they did like three sessions of like photo shoots and they let us like use this like fucking high-end camera and the first two people that they got from models were like one was like just uh, just this girl. And one of them was just like this couple. And the third one was an Attack on Titan cosplayer. That's so um, cool. And it was fucking wild. And I'm just like, oh, I know that's Attack on Titan, but I don't know a fucking thing about this show. Um, right. But it was, it was kind of neat. I mean, uh, I realized looking back that they were definitely cosplaying Aaron Yeager. And uh, why? <laughs> why would you do that? why would you do that Back,
0: back in the day when you yeah like attack on titan came around like when i was starting film school was when it was airing um and it was in that era of like prestige television like everybody is like oh i'm watching this very good tv show that was like it's weird to think about now with how how much like big budget like, hyped up, narratively, like, important shows are around now, but, like, Mm -hmm. back in the day, like, it was, like, kind of just, like, HBO or, uh, you know?
1: I remember everybody was just like, man, I don't fucking care about TV. TV sucks. Movies are where it's at. And then I feel Mm -hmm. like that all changed around the time, like, Breaking Bad showed up. And this was, like, kind of around that time, too. I never really thought about that.
0: Yeah, it's... And, well, I actually... Cam wanted to ask you since you've been watching Death Note and we and we've been watching Death Note for
1: I have kept watching that listen to your listeners. So uh, that shows pretty good.
0: Um because that has the same director for a lot of the episodes of Attack on Titan that we're Mm -hmm. gonna be watching, do you feel like you were like eased into Attack on Titan better because of watching Death Note, or you're like used to the like the, like, very dramatic, like, the camera's shaking
1: while people are just like, I hate
3: my life <laughs> sort of <shit.
1: laughs> I think a little bit. Um, I, I didn't realize until uh, l- literally the second uh, that they're the same, like, like there was, like, some kind of crossover there. Um, mm-hmm. My first time that I watched through this definitely was a bit like, a, oh, we're just going for it, huh? Okay, <laughs> we're just going to have a bad time and there is no good feeling at all and whatever one there is we're just going to rip it out of your hands. Um, like, I don't know. I felt like uh like a lot of the framing and stuff, yeah, like I can definitely see that a lot more for sure. But yeah, it's interesting. I never really thought about it, I guess.
0: Well, I always think about and that's true. Things. You
1: you have like the fucking gift and a curse of being able to think about this stuff super critically, but the downside is it's literally all that occupies your brain. Yeah, it is yeah, the 100. brain poison that will kill you eventually. <laughs> you well, are hopefully. like Nate writing notes. It's just that fucking scene of Light Yagami just writing a shitload of notes in the Death Note, God. with the fucking sweat just flying off of the oh, fucking no. pen. Like I'd be Jesus eating Christ. potato chips the same damn way too, God, I'm just like, Burr. Burr. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> a little sparkle on it. Yeah, dude. Anyway, welcome to Death Note Part Two. Um, well,
0: <laughs> it's really funny because like cam is now in a position to like make more anime references now which i like cam would have never like said like it's like how y- light yagami does this or oh whatever. one million like, percent
1: <laughs> if i would have known that i would be doing this like six years ago i would kick my own ass are you fucking kidding me dude <laughs> I would have shoved my fucking head in the locker.
2: Stolen your own lunch money. Yeah, yeah, right?
0: It's so funny that, like, Shonen Tell weirdly gave Cam, like, this, like, crash course of, like, here's here's all the other animes that's out there. There's ones that are happy and ones that are Death Note. <laughs> like, here you go.
1: I It's probably just, like... I feel like over the next couple of weeks, I'm probably just going to sit and just watch all of the second season of Mop Psycho in a day, so. Yeah,
0: baby. Just yeah, like, oh, baby. I need to, I need
1: I need to, to watch it that. still. It's so
3: good. Yes, yes. You, yes,
0: you do. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> well, okay, so from, from happy anime to uh, this one.
1: <laughs> the saddest uh, anime of all time.
0: <laughs> these first two episodes of the podcast, in my opinion, are going to be covering the most like dour parts of the story. Until we get to like the endish sections, there are some other stuff, but like, I don't want people that are watching this for the first time to go with the podcast or necessarily cam to think like, "Oh my God, it's just people getting their heads chewed off like literally and figuratively with Keith Shotti like for like the entire <laughs> the entire series, like there are long stretches of episodes where you don't even see a Titan in some seasons. There are long stretches of stuff where stuff goes quite well for the protagonists and stuff. So <laughs> it isn't as dour as it might seem, but we're going to start with the mostest dourist stuff, basically yeah, with, God, dude. <laughs> with episode one to you in 2000 years. One of two episodes that Jess skipped this time because she's watched it so many times. Um, yeah. And I, I don't blame you. And I, I also probably would have skipped it if I wasn't, like, re-going over my notes just because I've watched it literally eight times at this point. I've been keeping track.
1: I, uh, um, I also definitely skipped it. I'm like, I don't I don't really need to subject myself <laughs> to that right now. Like- <laughs> well,
0: allow me to, uh, to apprise you of the, uh, the important notes on here. We're, we're, these first two episodes are in such a unique position for like us watching it and rewatching it right where it's like yeah no it's still front of mind right like it would be like if we did another episode on the first episodes of death note again right, right like right,
1: right. <laughs> yeah like we, it was not that long ago that we watched these to where i'm like okay i like skimmed through this episode and i'm like okay i still remember like all of the points here like yeah
0: we're good I, when, when Jess was like, Hey, I'm having baby. And we were like, okay, we're going to switch gears. We're going to do the show and tell thing in my head. It was going to be like this way longer thing. I have like a list of like 50 anime that we could have potentially watched for the show. And then it was just like, we did like seven of them. And Jess was like, I'm ready. And I was like, Oh,
1: <laughs> just oh. That baby. It's time to talk yeah. about anime. Yeah. Fuck you, Connor. <laughs> time for anime
0: um let's see on that day humanity was served a grim reminder of the humiliation of being trapped inside a cage this is a narration uh that we hear as we see a large skinless motherfucker overlooking what we later learned to be the outlier district of shiganshina we see a little bit of an explanation of how like humanity is supposed to fucking fight these motherfuckers the simple answer is swords and grappling hooks and that will always be cool uh, agreed it, <laughs> the only thing that would be better is the thing that cam thought that that it was before he watched these which is i remember the quote was the only thing i know about attack on titan is that they use swords and jet packs and i was like close like, they kind of look like <laughs> jetpacks, though
2: they they kind of do
0: i mentioned this when we recorded it the first time they're
1: just acoustic jetpacks. it's fine <laughs> <laughs>
0: very like steampunk but not derogatory technology in here like the (laughs) cool stuff of
2: steampunk non-derogatory
0: oh i mean if it was derogatory it would (laughs) be like monocles and top hats you have to
1: specify you absolutely have to specify
0: yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, you really
1: do you really do
0: yeah the guys that have their girlfriends on a leash and they say that they like it or whatever that that's that's the that's that's the steampunk <sighs> dudes that i that i know about i've been to anime cons um
1: shout out to steam powered giraffe though that band's pretty good <laughs> anyway keep going how dare cam make us think about steam Power Giraffe? Yeah, they're not bad they're not bad i know i, know, I was but... never on tumblr and i somehow listened and bought their first album oh <laughs>
0: But as for the visuals, we see like a bunch of like people zipping around with these things trying to take down a big dude, which we learn is called a Titan. Oh shit, just like the title of the anime. Wow. Then we get the most iconic OP Sends Cruel Angels thesis. Fucking it's so good.
1: This shit shreds so fucking hard dude are you kidding me
0: just took a video of andrew making connor dance to the op it's very 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 good i'm happy
1: that like we're kind of actually getting back to the show because whenever we watch those first few episodes for the other ones we were going to do um this has been stuck in my head since so (laughs) 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 it's a bop it's so fucking good dude it's like hey what if fucking symphonic metal was like actually pretty good
0: yeah yeah what if trans-siberian orchestra was like anime (laughs) instead of christmas (laughs) perfect it's so fucking good like the the band linked horizon does four ops for the show i'm hoping that they end up doing the last one um And uh, they all they all rule. The full versions are fucking prog masterpieces, Mm. like fucking Hammond orchestra solos and shit like flutes, flutes doing solos with the guitars at the same time, dude.
1: Yeah, I think I've heard a few of the other ones and they're just like so fucking good, dude.
0: I've sold friends on watching Attack on Titan via making them listen to the first like three OPs (laughs) that this band has done just because they all reference each other later on. They're so good, dude. But, yeah, no, we see we see the people zipping around killing titans and shit. This shit never gets old to me, the song or the visuals or anything. Um, We see like a a metaphor of like 100 soldiers rising up to defeat the big weirdos. And, well, let's let's just remember that reign of soldiers giving their lives for the cause as the show goes on and see how we feel about it. I think it's gonna not be so cool later on.
2: What war is always cool? What are you talking about? War,
0: war, war. just really is out here mm-hmm. saying war. What is it good for? So much. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
2: Anime good, war good. There are no lessons to be learned during wartime; only fun to be had.
1: Put on your jetpack. I just keep yeah. I just keep thinking of that fucking picture going around recently of uh the stand in the ashes of a hundred dead souls and ask yourselves if honor and ask them if honor ma- uh, like matters and it's just the picture of the fucking snapchat hot dog standing on some hot dogs. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> So, <laughs> anyway, that's the mindset I'm bringing to this show. <laughs> exactly. Um,
0: so we cut back to before the colossal titan attacked. Um, to our uh, protagonist, Aaron Yeager, waking up from a dream. In the manga, he wakes up after um, hearing his childhood friend and sort of roommate Mika say, "See you later." In the show, however, we just see a lot of what we learn is titans and the walls and flashes of like toy soldiers that don't look like the soldiers that are in these walls. Uh, toys and dolls and dead Survey Corps members and a wasp eating someone's face. Real metal shit. Smiling Titan. Yeah. Um, it's great. It's so happy. <laughs> it's, it's. I was going
2: to say, these are a few of my favorite things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but regardless of what the dream was, Aaron can't um, rest with his head under this tree with Mikasa looking at him uh, forever. I could. She, I could. <laughs> Dude. it's it's like... The, like, little vistas that they show before the fall here, like, with the windmills in the background and, like, the walls look like, until you, like, learn how, like, you know, humanity is cattle, whatever, whatever. But the walls, it's like, it makes such, like, a a nice scene, like, with the, like, blue flowers and the tree on the hill and this little kid resting there. And you're like, oh, it's so nice and idyllic. But he's like, he just wakes up and is immediately a piece of shit.
1: (laughs) Um I said it a lot on our original recording bro i fucking hate this kid <laughs> <laughs> i want to kick the shit out of him so bad dude oh my god good fuck man <laughs> like god i hate this kid so much this fucking yeah Aaron. pull yourself up by your brute straps jaeger over here like <laughs> by your broken belt strap
0: <laughs>
1: um, by your jetpack exactly yeah <laughs>
0: i want somebody to do fan art of of the characters with jetpacks just to see if it would look stupid or not or if it'd be some like rocketeer garbage Yeah, you're um, right, you're right. so the year is 845 uh a good year not actually not actually at <laughs> it's all super not it's super not uh the walls um around the city have been keeping titans out for 100 years i don't I, I don't think it's exactly a hundred years because it would be such a weird thing to be like today at the on the one hundredth anniversary.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like I wouldn't have been surprised if they did that. Like that's like super just whatever. It's fucking like who cares mm-hmm. at that point? It's just like oh well, it's just this weird thing that we're writing like fucking whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so no
0: one really knows so much about the walls other than the fact that they've always been that way in fact there are religions that have arisen uh, in the past century that regard the three walls with like deity-like reverence these folks are kind of seen as crazy though um, especially in the outlier district of Shiganshina where the story takes place basically the three walls work like a class system Um, The closer to the center you can afford to live, the safer you are in case, oh, let's say a titan breaks in, just like for a random example.
1: Just a silly, crazy example.
0: If you're in a silly, goofy mood. (laughs) Um, so this is where Shiganshina and the other outliers come in. Uh, since Titans are like zombies and they're drawn to people, having a short outcropping on the outside area of the wall can make it so that Titans can get grouped up and they'd be easier to avoid when they're sending out missions outside the wall. Um, this is the level of like, oh, damn, they really thought about everything mm. when it comes to yeah. world building here and it ain't going to stop. Um, it is something that I am constantly blown away by. Every time I watch this show where it's just like, damn, they're just really setting up like, no, I thought about that. And no, I thought about this too. And no, I already thought about this. So
2: can't relate.
0: Can't relate. And his clothes whack. <laughs> his clothes whack. His, <laughs> his clothes foreshadowed. His hair foreshadowed. <laughs> <laughs> me i'm narratively important as fuck (laughs) Um, (laughs) aaron and mikasa are on their way home uh when they run into uh one of the garrison guards Hannes, who is like one of my favorite characters in the show he is like so indicative of literally like every aspect of the story of just like oh the guards are complacent but oh when they need to they'll stand up oh actually people are kind of cowards when it comes down to it and oh he's you know everything that Hannes goes through like he's like weirdly the emotional core of these first couple episodes because he's the only person that feels human <laughs>
3: amongst sure. them. yeah
0: it's like him and armin and that's it so, Hannes and the rest of the garrison um, are and have always been like a little lazy. I mean, like, what are the odds that a big Titan's gonna break through the walls and like Chris Jericho? <laughs> oh my God.
3: <laughs> Why did I write oh that? God. Why did you oh. write
0: that? <sighs> <sighs> Aaron is told not to fight Hannes about uh, this shit, but he can't help seeing the complacency of the garrison and everyone around him. He, he You know, we we already talked about it a couple times. He's like, humanity is just cattle. And if you're OK with this, then you're a stinky little pig man. <laughs> and Hannes is like, it's all right being a little pig man sometime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll like being a little stinky pig man. <laughs> you ever think about that, huh, fucker? Dude, that's basically what the dude's playing p Yeah. I
2: mean, that's just me on the weekend. <laughs> Four-day weekend. I'm a stinky little pig, man. As I, as I drop chips between my boobs.
0: Oh yeah. Good for you. Good for you. We got a and dazs weekend, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pop myself a jazz fruit snack and drift away, dude. Margaritaville. Um... So Aaron says that his dad instilled in him the idea that complacency is weakness. And Hannes is like, yeah, your dad is really cool. He's a doctor that literally saved us from a pandemic. God, I wish that were me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But he's like, yeah, but that doctor shit being like that, like that only works for being a doctor. Like you can't apply that shit to being like proactive about wiping out a bunch of monsters it's not you can't just you can't just soap and soup away titans <laughs> or can you
2: all we need is some vix vapor rub
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the like swords are covered in v- vix vapor <laughs> rub and the titan steam is just like
2: <laughs> <laughs> spicy steam <laughs>
1: fuck spicy steam
0: Hannes is like yeah okay you're right but like if soldiers are doing their job um the world would be in a shitty state so like it's kind of a good sign that we're able to just kind of get drunk and be in general just little little greasy pigmen <laughs> um well, it's
2: kind of like the whole thing right like if you're if you're working hard and you're doing that Constantly, and there's no leisure, like or happiness in your life. Like, what are you working hard for, right? Mm-hmm. So, they're trying to take advantage of you know not being eaten, which I get.
1: Sure, yeah, yeah no, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something to strive for. <laughs> yeah, like um, fuck, man. If I had to, like, if you put to put it into terms that I understand, as somebody who's never been in a war, what's the point in? Working at my job the whole time. If I just can't kick back, enjoy a nice cheesy gordita crunch on my off hours, you know. <laughs> Brand integration with Attack That's on right. Titan. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by uh,
2: Taco Bell. Would a hundred percent do something with Attack on Titan? They super
0: though. would. They a really snack would. on Titan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like the crunch or not the crunch wrap but like the box that the combos come in is just going to be a wall
1: mm, yeah, yeah dude get get the armored <laughs> the armored taco set yeah you just like reach in and it's like, and it's like you're taco. the titan reaching in for the people shaped food <laughs> think
0: about <sighs> it now we're really getting into this, the fucked up sense of humor that this show makes you have and I'm really <laughs> I'm really into yeah. Yeah, it yeah yeah sure do uh huh. <laughs> But this this whole shit is why Aaron wants to join the scout regiment. He wants to go beyond the walls and see the outside.
1: Yeah. Go beyond Bloss Ultra.
0: Right. Exactly. And uh, then just like this is an anime or something, the bells ring and it's time for the scouts themselves to return from their expedition. Um, And Aaron is excited to go see them. And instead of seeing like this triumphant return of Titan Exterminators, um, everybody's all everybody's all fucked up to all hell.
2: If not physically, at least mentally.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I was going to keep it like a secret or whatever, but like the the subtitles literally tell you that the guy in charge is Keith and his hairline is receding. <laughs> and like this stress makes him <laughs> go like dead ass, Nate ass bald. Dead ass, Nate <laughs> ass bald. <laughs> <laughs> like a mother goes up to them and asks like, Hey, where's my son? I'm sure this is going to end well. And, like, Keith is like,
1: give her the arm. And, like, that's probably not his arm, right? <laughs> also, I... maybe maybe, maybe don't, maybe don't give maybe her the don't arm. Maybe don't do the arm. Maybe don't. Maybe, maybe just give him, like, the patch yeah, from, his, yeah, from his coat yeah. or something. Yeah. Like. Maybe just don't give her the whole fucking arm, bud. Like, I recognize you're fucked up right now, and I get that. I hear you. I see you. You're valid. <laughs> but, like... Oh, don't give her the fucking arm.
2: (laughs) I just can't imagine, like, you know, walking the battlefield after having this huge, you know, loss of of Mm -hmm. life and finding a limb and being like, you know what? I'm going to take this back because I'm sure that someone in this person's family is going to want this bad boy.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think their mom wants it. Uh, (laughs) Looting looting like you're in fallout. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this
0: will come in handy later. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> looks like a good place to find some ingredients. Shut the fuck up.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was like, oh, that's fucked up. But hey, did he die like for a good reason and was he brave? And Keith is like, Oh yeah, he was he was brave, but like none of this means shit, my guy. <laughs> it's like, oh cool, cool role models, huh? Thanks, but- Keith. But can, you, but can you blame them, though? Oh, right? no, like, of course, his yeah. name is
2: fucking Keith.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Still, Aaron wants to join, um, something that his family does not exactly agree with when he gets home. However, Dr. Yeager asks Aaron uh, why he wants to join. Aaron says that he wants to know what, what the outside world is like, and he's tired of living in ignorance inside the walls. His dad, you know, like being a man of like medicine and science, is like, okay like he's my son he like is he is looking for answers in the world that's pretty cool and he's gonna go do some checkups in the interior for like a weekish. and he's like hey Aaron if you don't do some bullshit by the time I come back I will show you what I've been working on in the basement, if you're so curious about the world.
1: The moment he said that, I'm like, this family is fucked. <laughs> like, there's no way he's gonna get the chance to do it. I've seen television before. Y- yeah, and Aaron's like, Dad, that's
0: a death flag! <laughs> like... <laughs> the the
2: red spider lily pops up on the
0: screen. <laughs> I'm surprised that there wasn't red spider lilies on their, like, windowsill. Like... Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. It's so
2: interesting, though, like, thinking about Aaron's initial reason for wanting to join as far as like it being for the pursuit of knowledge and kind of, you know, taking after his, you're following his dad's footsteps um, versus like literally his reasoning in episode three. (laughs)
0: yeah <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna well, yeah that like, that, point kill is, is, yeah, that point yeah at that point his his whole family isn't dead, right' yeah. like <laughs> sure, so yeah, you that's know fair. it's
2: it makes sense, yeah, <laughs> it's just it's one of those things where it's like you watch like this episode for you know, like I said, I've seen this like five times, that's why I skipped it um right. today, but um, you know, you watch it, and you're like, man, uh, the type of person that Aaron is going to become really is just completely shaped on this day. <laughs>
0: Yeah, one would say radicalized, right? Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> boy, I hope this house doesn't get crushed by a big old rock soon. He's mm-hmm. um, uh, gonna make it very hard to get to that basement. We cut to a boy that is no joke, voiced in the English uh, dub by Tokiyami's voice actor. His God, name is that's Armin. That's so
1: fucking weird to me. It too. never gets old. That like Man. it never. I never get used to that fact. He's just the sweetest, kindest boy. <laughs> and but he's also a a friend of the darkness and not a not a bird
0: (laughs) (laughs) um his name is armin and he is being bullied for and being called a heretic for talking about the outside world and saying that humanity's future is beyond the walls and to a civilization of people that only know the inside for like a hundred years and have no idea what's outside um, of this like plato's cave that they're in he may as well be a fucking scientologist and shit maybe he is um but before he can get his thetans kicked in he is rescued <laughs> by mikasa and also aaron is there which is very very good of aaron just being like hey i'm gonna stop this and the kids are like i will kill you and then mikasa is like behind him and they're like no aaron is like I'm just that scary,
1: aren't I? <laughs> okay, but
0: Armin sure. is like, well, one of you are. <laughs> <laughs> so they talk about why Armin is insistent on um, talking about the outside world. And he says, like, the royal walls forbid talking about it because all it takes is, you know, one person to believe in something too strong and fuck up for the walls to be compromised. And almost like Armin knows that he's in an anime about the walls being broken into. He wonders how long the walls will hold up. It's about. Like, less than a minute after he he wonders that. Yeah, dude, like... If you ever find yourself in an anime, don't wonder shit. Yeah, think about (laughs) nothing. (laughs) Think about the Crunchwrap. Eyes on the prize and you'll be good to go. (laughs) Oh my god. So, lightning strikes and from uh, that spot on the other side of the wall emerges the Colossal Titan, uh, like we saw in the beginning. He reels back his leg and kicks the gate down debris and wind and rocks and just shit kill everybody in the immediate area and amidst all that aaron wanders like slowly in the direction of a large boulder the size of a large boulder that seemed to land shut the fuck up on his home and, uh, well, it did land on his home and his mom is trapped underneath and tells him to get the fuck out of there as Titans are swarming the area and Damn. just pork chop sandwiches. <laughs>
2: pork
1: oh chop sandwiches. Oh Go shit. Get, get the, the fuck, fuck oh out of God. here.
0: <laughs> Dude, she's about to be the pork chop sandwich. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> his mom is trapped underneath and tells him to, to get fucking out of there. But then, uh, Hanna shows up to save the day. He tells Aaron's mom, Carla, not to worry and says, Hey, this is what I've trained for. I'll take out the nearby Titan and save them all. And he says like, um, make good on the debt you owe, which is like the, the debt that he owes to he and like the whole town of Shiganshina owe to, um, Dr. Jaeger for literally saving all of their lives. But when <laughs> Han is, gets there, he does what most people would do. He looks up at the like creepy smiling Titan. And like a lot of the Titans are smiling, but this one is like especially like yeah. I'm going to instill fear in you.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's not good.
0: N- it isn't it, yeah, no, I would say this is not top ten experiences for no. <laughs> for Olhan here. He does what most people would do in that situation justifiably and is like, actually no. <laughs> and leaves. And, uh, as he, he grabs the kids and Carla tells Aaron and Mika to not die. But as they get out of, uh, earshot, she mentions she mutters like uncontrollably not to leave her behind, which is like, that kills me.
1: Yeah. That shit's hard to watch.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the Smiling Titan um, with Aaron looking on Mikasa looks away. She has the good sense to be like, this is that'll fuck me up if I if I look at that. And Aaron is obviously too dumb to think about that. And me th- using
2: the Internet as a 13 year old.
0: A blue waffle like blueberry. Oh, oh! <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah. so the smiling titan with aaron looking on digs through the rubble grabs carla breaks her and eats her and carla is gone on that day humanity was served a grim reminder of the humiliation of being trapped inside a cage yeah yeah yeah
2: and the titan was served aaron's
0: mom correct (laughs) yes
2: i only joke because it's that makes me very sad (laughs)
0: Yeah, no, you just to, you just have to, to push
2: the pain away.
0: I I mentioned the like fucked up sense of humor that the show makes you have, and it's totally that like gallows humor. one
1: hundred percent a coping mechanism. Yeah.
0: yeah, it it absolutely is, and it it's only gonna get more fucked up and funnier as the show goes right. on. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, it's it's uh, listen when you get indoctrinated, it's uh, it's gonna be fine. Um, <laughs> but we'll wait for indoctrination until we get to like episode three or four. Let's see. Episode two that day, uh, we get some solid exposition here uh, from Armin about how 100 years ago, Titans just fucking showed up. They eat people. They're not intelligent. They can't be reasoned with. Uh, big same.
2: Sounds like most. Yeah. <laughs> I was, <laughs> was going to say sounds like most men I know. <laughs> and also Nate, apparently. <laughs> Hell yeah,
1: brother. Hell yeah, brother.
2: And one they.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nearly immediately, humanity was pushed to the brink, uh, and they would have been wiped out if it not for the three walls constructed by the survivors, Walmaria, Rose, and Cena, This bought humanity those hundred years of peace, as previously stated. Not much is known, if anything, about the before times. And since the Titans are so ruthless, um, it's all but confirmed that people within the walls are the only ones in the world left alive. This is like kind of how in in Star Wars, it's just like 30 years after the Jedi shit happened, like the government really, really tried to make everybody forget about Jedi. And now everyone is like, oh, those rumors of Jedi. Right. Like, yeah, it doesn't take too much time to make like not even to make just to let a society just forget about a big thing like when literally no one is alive that's seen it and you're in like fucking horse and buggy times and people ain't people ain't living that long anyway (laughs) at that time right so like nobody knows nobody knows or remembers anything and that's why like these random books that like armin has about the outside are seen as like heretic shit because it's like hey hey don't fucking Don't try to go outside the walls. You're going to get yourself killed even trying to get out there, let alone when you get out there and you just get fucking snatched like a fucking... <laughs> like a pack of like scooby-doo fruit snacks dude no it's just way wild
2: thinking about that too because you're so right saying that nate like i was just thinking about it, i'm like fuck like we have the greatest access to information and like the ability to record and capture history that we've ever had mm-hmm. and yet we still have the memory of a goldfish t- in fact i almost think that it makes it like worse <laughs> Because there's so much information that you just can't store it all. So, like, we're constantly forgetting shit. Like, I don't think that many of us could remember, you know, like something that we were super worked up about five years ago. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Which is like fucking horrible, but true. You know?
0: Yeah. Remember when Balloon Boy was the only thing on TV, dude? (laughs)
1: Fuck. (laughs) Oh, Uh. shit.
2: Do you remember when there were clowns in the woods?
0: What do you mean, when?
1: Just like all over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some say they're still there. Yeah, they're on this podcast right now. <laughs> the clowns are coming from inside the podcast. I don't want clowns coming anywhere. Thank you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's talk about people dying.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's. Um, back in Shiganshina, people are hiding and running. Uh, while a wall worshiper preaches and gets picked off. The verses he's preaching, I, like, looked up each one of them to see, like, is this from, like, the Bible or from anything, like, any kind of, like, Gnostic texts or whatever? It's all, it's all like, made up for this show, but it's, like, very, very strongly referencing Catholicism, like, oh, with sure. pay, paying penance and weighing heavy on original sin and all that kind of shit. Catholics, they're bad in every story.
1: Yeah, this motherfucker is, like like fucking ancient like spanish inquisition catholic over here yeah exactly (laughs) yeah
0: i do like the like religious symbols that that they have for being wall worshippers. like they have this big heavy necklace that has like three like metal plates on there it's
1: pretty cool looking
0: yeah like the the iconography of this stuff being all the way thought out is like such a cool touch like they don't just go like yeah it's crosses because it's religion <laughs> right like
1: <laughs> right yeah she's like eh, whatever that's, that's that's probably one of them
0: uh- <laughs> <laughs> we see hannes stop with mika said and aaron the latter of whom is scolding hannes for leaving carla behind he tells them listen your mom died because you're weak your mom died because i'm weak your mom died because there was a fucking titan there's really nothing that any of us could have done and this is my job and i couldn't do it so like we're both to blame but none of us could have done anything right there and as they uh walk away mikasa gets a headache and remembers a similar scene it looks like she lost her parents as well along the way in her life at some point which we'll get to in the next episode
1: yeah we will won't we fuck (laughs) oh my god (laughs)
0: There's an evacuation effort here, and it's fucking Titanic-esque here. It is very, like, women and children first. It's fucking
1: grim, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: There is a single gate to exit the outlier district of Shiganshina, as it's the intentional design flaw, right? Like, they don't, much more than any other part of the walled humanity here, like, they are specifically there to lure, (laughs) to lure Titans to them, like, to make everyone else more safe, and that's why, like the way in to the actual walls has to essentially be as strong as the wall itself because they don't want if something goes wrong in this area they don't they ain't want it to go bad (laughs) in the rest of it um but jokes on them it still happens
1: surprise
0: (laughs) but like so there's that one gate but there's also some fairies that can uh leave the city as well Uh, Armin is already on a boat with his grandfather um, as we see Aaron and Mikasa get dropped off by Hannes. Aaron is shell-shocked as fuck, and you can hardly blame him. He's had kind of a bad afternoon. The garrison is preparing cannons, but honestly, you know where this is going by now. You've seen the anime twice, at least at this point. The ferry gets going and the gate gets closed because the Titans are, you know, Titans and these cannons. Like, I think there's a line from one of the from one of the people where they're like these cannons fucking suck yeah basically (laughs) so hannes is like don't close the gate we gotta let as many people as possible through um but the garrison has made up their mind but they are interrupted by another unique titan uh, one that seems to be covered in armor it runs straight for the gate and busts through and while maria is compromised and i think the last time we recorded either cam or jess made mention that the armored titan had the energy of a cat that was going to knock something off a table 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Where it just like shows up, looks at you and you're like,
1: "Don't do it. Don't fucking like, do right, it." I'm going to <laughs> I know you're going to I know you're thinking about it. <laughs> I want to say that was something that Jess said because it was actually really funny. Um, see I
2: was thinking the same about you I was but I was I I don't know it really could go either way we both do like our cat jokes
1: that is true that is true it's completely right though that's really funny I forgot either of us made that joke and it's
0: so I think about that in the couple times that I've watched the show since we've since we recorded that like lost episode quote unquote and like this makes it makes that scene funnier to me yeah
1: (laughs) it's not I'm just, like, picturing all of the times he, like, looks at somebody, and I'm like, don't fucking do
0: it. (laughs) But instead of a cat just going, like, (coughs) for, like, like the cap of, like, a thing, he's just, he ruins all of the humanity.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know, he just kills, like, thousands of people
0: which my cat would do if it was very large anyway. Oh, for sure. but, yeah. So we cut to some men in the outlier district of Trost, uh, the Shiganshina of the next wall, um, which is Rose. They know that they're next if something goes wrong because they're just, like I said, the Shiganchina of the next wall. Um, but even though they're dignitaries, they have no fucking clue what's going on or what to do. And then um, somebody shows up and is like, we know less now (laughs) he shows up and he's like it's very bad everyone meanwhile aaron does the you know the anime protagonist things um and is and says like i'm gonna i'm gonna kick the shit out of every titan even though he is a nine-year-old boy
2: (laughs) even though he is four
0: foot seven (laughs) exactly i mean he's looking at the smoke of the wreckage um as it like extends into the evening and he's like regretting arguing with his mom and just being a nine-year-old little piece of shit and like you know i I haven't had this exact scenario happen to me but there's 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 been times in my life where i'm like god why was i such a piece of shit little kid Mm -hmm. and why was i like that when i could have just been like okay mom and everything would have been fine why did i have to be a little piece
1: of shit i'm gonna
2: next time i watch this uh with connor i'm just gonna look at him the whole time
1: yeah you see motherfucker (laughs) you watch it bitch
2: (laughs) (laughs) look at what happened to his mom
0: (laughs) think about that next time you cry for baba (laughs) Maybe wait to piss until after I have your diaper on, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That that day, Connor learned a grim reminder that he's just a fucking baby. (laughs) So let's see. From that joke to this sentence, 10,000 people died.
2: (laughs) I love the evening news.
0: (laughs) Um. (laughs) <laughs> i knew that was gonna get Fuck, that was so funny <laughs> i looked at it and i was like i can't i can't say this later because i have to say it now but oh boy <laughs> um, uh, so uh 10 g's of people croaked in the titan infestation and the rest of the inhabitants of Wall maria took uh refuge in Walrose, rose which population wise food wise resources wise that's 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 a big whoopsie Uh, That's a big uh uh-oh. We see Aaron's father in the interior, who likely regrets having to do whatever he just did instead of be with his family as he rushes to find Aaron. So we see another dream of Aaron's. Um, It's his father leading him somewhere and injecting him with something, and Aaron says mom's death made him go crazy. He tells Aaron he must not forget to always hold on to the key and make it back to the cellar at all costs to learn the truth. Weird dream, but he just went through a lot of shit, so it's probably just... You Know a really bad nightmare. Oh, he has the key, he didn't before, so mm. something actually mm. did happen. But before we can think about that, uh, for the next like 20 episodes, Mikasa leads Aaron out to the chow line where everyone is gathered up to get some uh
1: cheddar bay biscuits and be homeless. <laughs> Nate, Jesus Christ. <gasps>
0: I didn't remember writing. That. This is
1: like just the three of us looking through just the worst book report. <laughs> like we're we got assigned to like grade it as a group and we're like, man, what the fuck is wrong with this? Man, you? this hatchet book sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Paulson, I don't know her. I don't care if Pony Boy's
0: golden or whatever he's made out of. <laughs> so people on their second watch through like maybe cam will recognize um future ensemble member annie in the line maybe i did
1: not but cool
0: blonde blonde (laughs) gal with a bigger nose that's annie as a kid uh armin shows that and that's like really cool too that like on further watch throughs if you are able to like focus in on stuff you'll be like oh fuck that's fucking thomas or whatever right in the background Mm,
1: yeah stars above or whatever
0: yeah (laughs) oh shit we're back into that (laughs) um armin shows up with extra food that he scored from his grandpa um seems that there was already a food shortage before this so things are super not great a garrison member complains um that more people uh don't die which aaron takes offense to uh justifiably
2: (laughs) i was gonna say mm, (laughs) that one that one makes sense
0: (laughs) yeah exactly this is yeah he has he has had one valid thought this whole show
2: (laughs) it's just me whenever i hear like republican arguments in public
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes absolutely (laughs) so aaron is like i'm gonna fight that grown man and armin um as like a reversal of the fight at the first episode uh saves aaron from getting his ass kicked by using his brain he's like oh sorry he's just stupid and the garrison guy's like yeah he is it's like great good aaron argues with armin about what level of complacency is okay in society and armin says that if we try to do anything to see the outside world we're going to end up dead just like his parents like so remember that for later armin's parents tried to see the outside world and ended up dead makes sense that he's in the care of his grandpa then right mikasa punches aaron in his fucking face and tells him to eat him fucking biscuit yeah
1: eat your fucking biscuit dipshit
0: (laughs) she's like if you're gonna kill every titan eat this goddamn bread if you don't want to be stunted like armin's (laughs) short ass (laughs) Your mom told me to keep you alive, and I'm gonna do it if it kills you. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> later, the survivors uh, were tasked with tilling the land to make more food, but land land machine broke, and nothing nothing grew. There was later a cool draft that happened in order to kill the titans within the walls. Armin's grandpa was sent, um, as well as twenty percent of the surviving population of like the world right of those quarter million people not 200 made it back and i'm even surprised any did the only bright side of this is that it made the food shortage not so dire
2: Yay! yeah that's a silver linings
1: man that was a that was a grim fucking sentence huh well oh my god yeah like with with armin's
0: grandpa like giving him his hat and leaving and you're like what's what's fucking grandpa gonna do yeah hana's couldn't do shit yeah so Aaron vows again to join the cadet so that he can literally do anything and try to turn the tides. Um, Armin and Mikasa both agree to join as well. They're all each other has, and f- there's fuck all else to do <laughs> in this world. So they're going to try to do anything. A few years pass and we're introduced to the aged up three tags, as well as a massive hard-on named Keith Shadis that we met earlier. Um, he is the drill sergeant here. Uh, We also see a ton of characters that we're going to come to know and love and definitely not see any of them die, probably. Oh, of
1: course not.
0: (laughs) episode three a dim light amid despair if you skip anime op you're a cop but if you skip attack on titan op then i can't fucking help you man seek professional help immediately because this shit slaps it's so good it's
1: so good it's so good dude it's so good fuck man it's so good (laughs) fuck dude
0: it's attack on titan like one punch man and mob psycho 100 where you're like hey if you're skipping this shit fuck you Mm -hmm. dude (laughs) Mm. it's
2: it is good
0: You're pressing that skip opening button. Get out of here, dude. So Shadis uh, does some exposition for us. He goes through the cadets and drills them about their backgrounds. Uh, He skips over a few that already look like they've seen some shit in their life. Um, And for those that are watching a second or third time, those were Reiner, Berthold, Emir, Annie, and Aaron. There is a military officer explaining the whole situation to another cadet and us about how Shadus' tactics are to revert them to a blank state and make them into soldiers. Oops, we're already here at the art portion of the show where they're talking about how war dehumanizes people and the military is bad, actually. What? Mm. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> we meet Jean. The motherfuck asked who wants to join the interior police and le- lead a cushy life, Marco, who says he wants to give up life and limb in service of the king, fucking bootlicker, but he's a nice boy, so whatever. Yeah. Um, and Connie, who is extremely stupid and saluting wrong, but even more stupid than him, is my sweet idiot baby girl, Sasha
2: love with her Stan.
0: stand
1: <laughs> we, we yeah i
2: aspire to be known as potato girl <laughs> don't we all My next uh i don't even know yeah just just in some social sphere please we'll just have we'll just
1: have somebody like uh we'll just like ping somebody that you work with and have them like just call you that like as like that's your name at Gamespot. it'll be great <laughs>
2: see but then i'll forget why and someone will start calling me potato girl and i'll like think that it's because i look like a potato oh sure
1: that's fair yeah Mm. (laughs) that's not
0: great (laughs) i love i love the the interaction they have though he's like why are you
1: eating a potato and she's like what do you mean why would i eat a potato Uh, why how much time do you have why do people eat potatoes like what do you want from me bud (laughs) bitch it's a potato my guy what do you
0: have you ever heard of them i don't understand It was going to go to waste, and so I grabbed it, and I'm just eating it here.
2: I offered it shelter, and my stomach is a top (laughs) ten Great fucking
1: line right there.
0: (laughs) She is basically a fucking wild animal from the woods and grabbed it so it wouldn't get cold, and I would die for her. But for her insubordination, she's made to run laps until sundown, and she's given like meal privileges uh, up for five days, which sucks. Which I don't know if that means that she's just not gonna eat for five days or she doesn't get like the jello pudding cups also yeah. with dinner. I don't know what that means. Aaron has become somewhat of a little celebrity among the cadets for being from Shiganchina and seeing the colossal and armored titan. There's a bunch of rumors where everyone is like, I heard the Colossal Titan is bigger than the sun. I heard the Armored Titan was literally a tank. And he's just like, no, they're just like kind of bigger, weird yeah, it's guys. Like, yeah, man, it was just
1: like, a, you, you see that it's just bigger. He just like was like, hey. <laughs> I mean,
0: I heard it stepped over the wall, bro. No, it was just his head. <laughs> no, that's what I heard. Shut, I, my mom's dad shut <laughs> up. <laughs> so he's telling everyone about what he saw he pauses seemingly to break down but then he decides to make that pain into strength takes a bite of bread like mikasa made him do last time and he says that once they master odm gear the titans will be no big whoop sure bud okay
1: <laughs> i'm looking at this this is what episode three yeah bud. yeah sure.
0: <laughs> interior police hopeful Jean tells aaron that he's throwing his life away if he wants to be a scout Um, and they're about to uh, they're about to tussle when bedtime bell rings Uh, Mikasa shows Aaron out and uh, Jean immediately falls in love with her the fucking close-up of her walking past (laughs) we learn we learn in the next set of episodes that that Mikasa is she is of mixed race and she's probably one of the only people Mm -hmm. like her and so Jean is like whoa <laughs> what? like i've never seen someone with black hair before you look so you look so pretty and she's like yeah thank you bye
1: <laughs> he's just out here like what a fucking babe dude
0: <laughs> and she and she's like whatever i have to go yell at aaron it's
2: so funny like how whipped she is by like aaron though
0: i know it's
2: it's like girl oh my god
0: whipped by a pussy <laughs> <sighs> Uh.
2: It's, it's just like she really is like the super hot bisexual girl who just who just likes the wrong guy. Aaron's
0: sitting there with cargo shorts and the Triforce shirt. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm happy that I never owned a Triforce shirt. Let me just no, say exactly. that. Exactly. That's why I didn't feel bad saying that. <laughs> cargo shorts. Absolutely. No, I know. Am I a straight man dating a bisexual woman? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but we're different <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm built different i am constructed alternatively
0: i just love that he's just like oh my god i'm in love with you and i love your hair and she's like thank you he follows her out and immediately the first thing he sees is aaron say you're gonna need to cut your hair Mika and she's like oh okay how short do you want me to cut okay all right and Jean john is like i'm gonna kill myself right now <laughs> but fucking tough luck dude you're not gonna end up with the protagonist's potential love interest here dude you're just you're just this fucking horse face asshole
1: damn get him fuck him up
0: he wipes his trust in humanity on connie's connie springer's <laughs> that back that was
1: really funny
0: that fucking close-up okay. of him with the hatching and he's just like just my hopes and dreams
1: <laughs> it's like, okay you're like squidward's hopes and dreams yeah <laughs>
0: here lies jean (laughs) dreams. later that night sasha the fucking animal is given bread by a short queen i love her
2: i totally forgot about like how she was drawn when she sees the bread it's so good wait what the fuck is this like is there something is there another threat Like, I briefly forgot what was happening in the show,
0: and I- Are there werewolves? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I do not remember this. And then she just, like, pops up, and she's like, it's Brad.
1: <laughs> she's
0: perfect. Love her. So fucking stupid. But honestly, like, when I be going to Fazoli's, I am also like this <laughs> Brad. Yeah.
1: this is an audio only podcast but uh nate and jess could definitely see i was absolutely just housing some garlic knots at the start of this episode from Domino's. so yeah (laughs) you're (laughs) that's
2: what i did last night
1: hell yeah let's go
0: hey Hey, i literally ordered stuffed i ordered stuffed cheesy bread from Domino's for lunch dude
2: I love getting the the Domino's 1999 family deal for two people.
1: Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. When I used to live in Chicago, literally when I was watching this show uh, for the first time as it was airing, I ordered Domino's. It was delivered to me. I got the like two medium pizzas, two two toppings deal and like a two liter. And like the guy said, you guys enjoy your dinner. And I was like, bitch, it's just for me. And this is the first meal of the day.
2: <laughs> no, I remember like, I literally justified it to Andrew. I'm like, oh, this is so much food, though. This is going to last us like days. And then I took a jazzy fruit snack. Oh yeah. And I ate even <laughs> more. Hell
0: <last> yes. <laughs> Let's go.
2: And we did, we did have it for lunch today also, but.
0: Not as much as you probably no. would have thought because of the said jazz fruit snack. <laughs> So the, the short queen, the blondie, the blondie gal, um, she gets scolded by a taller girl with freckles uh, for doing nice things without an intent to collect on debt later. And I'm sure this conversation won't take on new meaning when we actually know who these ladies are. What? Um, next day, it's ODM training. The first task is to not eat shit. That Great. is the first, <laughs> the first task. Some people are better than others like new hairdo mikasa um but there is one person who is wicked beefing it which is aaron Shadis fucking hates aaron and is fucking tearing him a new asshole like you would expect a fucking drill sergeant to do so the the two other main characters stay late to help aaron uh but it's not really working the belts on the uniform are like for basic like predictable center of mass manipulation Mm -hmm. which is like really cool and smart it's pretty
1: rad yeah
0: I would I mean, I've mentioned this when we recorded it before, but I would shit my pants and die immediately every time.
2: Oh, I would instantly die. I would just (laughs) I would be like the guy uh, who invented uh, lead in gas. Oh, my God. (laughs) dude (laughs) i guess not even i don't know what's what would even be like the fucking way to phrase that i don't
0: know anyway listen the guy that invented tetraethyl lead yeah no if you guys want to listen to a story about how jess and or i i don't know about cam cam would probably excel at odm gear for no reason but i think if you want to hear about a a cool strangulation story (laughs) (laughs) listen to our other podcast hamburg lore where i talk about the origin of gasoline with uh with cam and jess very funny shit with also a very dark sense of humor that's true yeah so aaron just keeps eating shit and he hits his head real hard and passes the fuck out um later at dinner he's thinking about how he fucked up his shonen career um (laughs) if he can't get and he's like i can't even get in the robot shinji um he's thinking about this so hard that steam is coming off of his head which is honestly relatable Aaron goes to various cadets and asks for advice and to show us who these new cadets are, uh including a tall boy and a sturdy boy, Bert Holt and Reiner, respectively. They say that there isn't really any trick to it other than just you just gotta feel it. um The conversation moves to their hometown. Bert Holt and Reiner are from a village where Titans arrived before word of uh the invasion did, which is honestly terrifying. Bert Holt is like, "Yeah, <laughs> Bert Holt is like. Yeah, the, like, animals were looking, were, like, acting all weird, and, like, there were some rumbling sounds, but, like, I don't know if there was, like, some stuff going on. And then there was just a dude in my window, and I was like, oh, absolutely terrifying.
2: Don't like it one bit. I don't like it at
0: all, at actually. All. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, like, you know, Aaron and Armin, you guys are different because you've seen Titans firsthand, and that makes you like different from the others and so they decide to take aaron on a little uh field trip to train a little bit more and on the way there Holt says that most people enlisted because they feel like society wants them to not because it actually benefits them or the world damn he's spitting damn um (laughs) he goes on to say that he may be no different he joined the military in order to afford him a more comfortable life in the interior hardly a defender of humanity still armin is like hey man like you're you're trying to protect your own life and like that's that's admirable. Um, and Reiner's like, as for me, I want to go back to my uh, my homeland that I had to give up. Otherwise, he doesn't say too, too much else. They reach a clearing and begin practice. And the next day, Aaron's doing it. Oh, my God. He no. Nope.
1: Well, no, nope. no. He, he absolutely <laughs> <the> fucks, dude.
0: <laughs> absolutely keeps eating shit again. Shadis tells another cadet to switch gear with Aaron and he basically gets it right immediately. Um, and it looks like his belt was broken in a way that he didn't even have a checklist item for to check. So there's no way to even know that it was defective. So that's it. Aaron can continue training as a cadet, especially after he did that well with extremely broken gear, um, which is honestly pretty, it's pretty cool. impressive. Yeah.
2: He, he earned his protagonist spot today.
0: Yeah, t- t- today he did anything. But he's anything. on thin <laughs> fucking ice, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Shadis thinks about Aaron's father, Grisha, and says that his son has become a soldier. Seems like they knew each other in the past. Episode four, the night of the closing ceremony, the last of the four episodes for today. Two years have passed, and it's now the year 850. Five years since the wall was compromised. Shadis is making the cadets march and Armin is behind. Reiner helps him out, but Armin takes offense to this and snatches back his gear. Um, Armin may be the only cadet that knows what a book is, but that doesn't mean that he's like a weak little baby boy. He's a strong little baby boy. (laughs) That's pretty much his
3: character.
0: Yeah. He's a strong little baby boy. Um, We get intros for the plot relevant character casts here from uh, Keith reiner brown a sturdy boy from the last episode thick boy workhorse uh, annie leonhardt blonde girl with a white hoodie combat genius but reclusive bertholdt hoover tall boy from the last episode bit of a softy but he's capable jean kirstein he's the wannabe interior police guy selfish jerk ass sasha brouse potato girl love of my life hope she sees this bro <laughs> connie springer a complete idiot but very good at combat. Uh, voiced in English by Bakugo's voice okay, actor, yeah. which is extremely funny. Friend of the show. Friend, friend of friend <laughs> show. yeah. That's so fucked to think about. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Friend of the yeah. There's there's weirdly another friend of the show. Uh, there's two more friends of the show
1: in this in the yeah, series. Me, I'm in an episode. <laughs> oh shit. I am the titular Titan. <laughs> you attack me i'm rooting
2: for you cam
1: i'm the on <laughs> yeah tag yourself everybody <laughs> jessica is um, attack
2: i say i'm absolutely attack
1: 100 percent. yeah
0: <laughs> and of course we have aaron yeager armin arlert and mikasa ackerman so to make it like super clear and this will be made more clear in the next episode but mikasa and aaron are not brother and sister um the short version of it is that they've lived together for about a year as children and then all of this shit happened. So they're more they're kind of more like work friends at this point. Oh,
1: my God. They were roommates. And they were roommates. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that is
2: like one of the weirdest things, though, are like the people who are like, oh, it's so weird that like they have, you know, this sort of romance thing going on because they're brother and sister. And I'm just like, dude, they lived together for like one year because her parents died. Yeah. Like, I don't. I feel like that's not the same thing. It's,
0: it's not. That is one of the weird criticisms that people that don't watch the show <laughs> levy against it, where it's like they're brother and sister. It's like they're super not. They lived together for not even a year. They're not even friends until after all of this shit happens. So like, I don't know. Yeah. But later on, Reiner and Aaron are doing drills. Aaron knocks him down and they switch places being the bad guy. Uh, Aaron says he doesn't quite get why they're training to fight people when Titans are the enemy. And Reiner is like, sometimes as a soldier, you got to do some messy shit. And like, you got to, you got to internalize that sometimes a person might be bad. (laughs) And he's like, oh, I didn't even think about that.
1: Yay!
0: Reiner points out Annie, the blonde gal with the hoodie. Uh, she's slacking off while Shotus isn't looking. Reiner tells Aaron to teach her a lesson for slacking off. She obviously looks pissed at this and uh, readies up some fucking MMA stance and completely, absolutely destroys Aaron. And then uh, she flips Reiner over as well before um, taking off. Before she can do that, Aaron is like, hey, what the fuck? What did you do to me? (laughs) Like what you did? Like this world doesn't have Brazil. How did you know Brazilian jujitsu, dude? What the fuck? um obviously uh it looks like she said that she learned it from her dad so obviously like she literally had the brazilian jiu-jitsu guy as a dad apparently either way though they aren't graded on this activity so everyone's kind of slacking off connie is literally doing some karate kid shit in the background which is hilarious um before he gets picked up by his head by keith again We get a little bit more exposition here. The top 10 candidates get to join the interior. So the wise ones save their effort for the Titan killing exercises and the shit that actually counts. Um, Annie remarks that the better you are at killing Titans, the farther away people seem to get stationed from them. Damn, almost like the interior wants the most protection. Mm. Oh, shit. What? <laughs> this fact is the start of a fight between Jean and Aaron later on, where Jean states that he's okay with being sent to live the good life in the interior if they're going to take him. Meanwhile, Aaron's point is like, yeah, like you're going to have a great life in the interior, but then when the wall gets broken and there is no interior, you're going to be absolutely fucked like the rest of us. It does not matter. If we don't go out there and reclaim Titan territory, who knows how long will even have an interior um shot us here's the commotion but mika says that potato girl farted <laughs> stupid
2: fucking she show really threw her under Dude. the bus like yeah.
0: <laughs> without even thinking about it she's just and, like, like the
1: look on her face the fucking like just freeze frame is that's really funny yeah
0: i'm just like what <laughs> So at the graduation, 218 cadets graduate. The top 10 have the choice to join the military police in the interior, but the rest have the choice to join the garrison um, where Hannes was stationed or join the Survey Corps, the group that came back with an arm. And if that isn't any evidence to you, the mortality rate is not great in that group. And sometimes you do just come home as an arm. Even though Aaron is in the top 10, he decides to join the scouts, a choice that most of the graduates do not understand. But he gives a shonen protagonist speech about how he's going to do the big anime thing and save the world and win back their freedom. Uh, Armin and Mikasa agree to join Aaron and the scouts, even though they're also top 10 candidates. A few days later, the current scout regiment heads out on a survey mission where they hope to, among other things, capture a titan for study and see the extent of the number of titans in the compromised wall. Among them are people we'll meet later, like Irvin, Hanji, and Levi, arguably Ayy. the best and hottest characters.
2: Ayy. <laughs> Ayy. I see my short king walking in.
0: <laughs> now, I cannot help but mention that last time we recorded, uh Jess said a similar thing of like my short king or whatever. Googled how tall he is and said, "Damn, I got four inches on him." And I was like, "Do he have four inches?"
2: <laughs> yeah, because he's is he five? He's five three, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: It's okay, baby. The only the only numbers that matter are those digits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fuck yeah, fuck yeah, hell yeah. I was like, "Oh great, we got this again." But now I'm like, "Nah, fucking go for it, go for it, king. Let's go." <laughs>
0: no yeah no levi is levi is the the aizawa of this show
1: and um, there always has to be one there's always a lighthouse you know when he
2: love when he looks at me with those dead (laughs)
1: eyes (laughs) i cannot
0: wait until we actually get episodes with levi in it so that we can uh express uh our real our real feelings about levi (laughs) Cam might end up simping by the end of it. Who knows? We'll
1: see.
2: <laughs> we can make a gay out of you <laughs> yet, Cam. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Open, open registration is still... That's, a- true. So yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> Hannes runs into the kids um, as adults now and apologizes again for not saving Carla. Aaron says, like, it's not your fault, dude. And besides, now we have the skills to be able to kill Titans ourselves. Um, he's like, I'm not going to lose to anyone again sure sure bud (laughs) on top of the wall basically every character we've ever seen um i'll say that they're joining the scouts as well thanks to aaron's speech last night sasha interrupts and is like hey dude look at
1: this shit i just stole a bunch of salami we've got the meats (laughs) dude. i'm thinking arby's right now
0: (laughs) (laughs) dude she really am thinking arby's and we glossed over it, but when the potato thing happened, she's like, I'll give half to you, and then breaks off what could generously be described as a third of the potato yeah. <laughs> to give to. Him. I just love that she's like, Look what I fucking stole, because I'm a little shitty boy. <laughs> she's like, this big like cube of meat, and she's like, Hell yeah. And everyone is like, What you are you're going to jail, dude. Like <laughs> meat is at a huge premium in this world in the first place, let alone right now when resources are at a premium as well. Um, she's like, dude, it's fine. We're going to take back the walls. We're going to take back our homeland. We're going to have so many fucking cows. We're going to be eating Burger forever, dude. Don't even worry about it. Sure, bud. Uh, Aaron thinks about his new comrades and truly believes that things are going to be different from now on. There's no way a big tragedy like Shiganshina will happen again now that he's a cadet. Again, sure, bud. The Colossal Titan appears immediately and instantly, just like it did five years ago. He knocks the cadets off the walls and kicks another hole in the wall.
2: It's so funny because I remember the first time I watched this show, I was like, surely there's going to be a lot of training and a lot of like, there's going to be a, a, gr- <laughs> a gratuitous period of time. That
1: shit was not even a montage, dude.
0: No. And I kind of like that because like you know all you all i need to be told is like now they're good with odm sure right? Yeah. Like, like that's not something i really the need to see right um but it like, i remember the first time i saw this show and i was like he was like now things are gonna be different i'm like oh, okay cool that's like a like the first act of this story and like then we're gonna see you know we're gonna learn some stuff we're gonna do some like smaller battles go outside the walls see what happens and then the colossal titan is just like surprise bitch (laughs) (laughs) and like so terrifying that it's funny kind of a thing where it's (laughs) he's just right behind him just like bitch hey (laughs) you're like oh no so after a second of hesitation aaron is like fucking kill it (laughs) oh yeah everybody gets knocked off the fucking wall um but sasha is an mvp and fucking saves a dude named samuel with her odm gear dude like yeah (laughs) at what cost I would hope that Samuel is passed out at that point because, like, if I were him, I'd be like, thank you, but ah.
1: Yeah, thank you, but no. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> he ends up okay, but like, holy shit, that's scary as fuck, dude. She earned that fucking Arby's <laughs> fucking beef and cheddar too. <laughs> um, so that's it. With uh with that, we have our like our long-term hooks of the military career of the protagonist, the mystery of the basement, the nature of the titans and the walls. Um, some of these answers are going to come sooner than later, but rest assured that every detail is going to be explained by the end. You got a lot of like good reasons to hate Aaron if you hate Aaron. You got a lot of good reasons to like Mikasa if you like Mikasa, basically. So that's our first episode of Attack on Titan. I can't believe we're actually doing it for real, for real. We did it,
1: chat. We did it. Wow! Can I get an
0: anime good in the chat? <laughs> Cam, you, um, yeah. last time you set up my my worry that you were going to hate every new anime that we saw by saying that you weren't quite sold on this anime I'm yet. I'm still not. And that's fine. Um, and that's fine. And I know that that's not you saying you hate it, totally. but I internalized it as that. And so every time, like if you go back and listen to the Shonen
1: Tell episodes where Like every time I say something good, you just you're like, "Oh, thank fucking god! Oh my god! Okay," (laughs) (laughs) because I was like,
0: "I was like, oh my god! I can't take the emotional weight of Cam not liking Mob Psycho." Yeah,
2: certified Cam fresh, right?
0: (laughs) Certified Rotten Tomatoes get fucked, and like i i understand not being sold on it at this point but i i think that as as soon as we get past the like episodes that seem like it's being edgy or seem like they are just putting tragedy
1: in your face for the sake Mm -hmm.
0: of it which they're not but i know that it can seem that way
1: from not having seen a lot of it it's just like man you really just want me to feel like shit don't (laughs) you
0: Especially just watching these first eight Dude, episodes twice. Yeah. It's just like, cool, everybody gets yeah. stabbed and dies. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah, that's great, bud.
1: Appreciate it.
2: I've heard at the very end, too, it gets political.
1: <laughs>
2: just in the last few
3: episodes. Uh, well, I'm not,
1: I, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do a political anime. I, I, I like to keep my politics out of things, so.
0: Yeah, no, and thankfully uh, this show keeps its politics out of its anime, too. Yeah,
1: very, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's no, there's nothing, there's nothing about it. But, um, but yeah, man, that's where we leave it for this one. So, the next episode of The Big Three, we will be going through episodes five, First Battle, episodes, good God. God. Oh,
2: my God.
0: Episode six, The World the Girls Saw, episode seven, Small Blade, and episode eight, I Can Hear His Heartbeat. Um, I, i you know despite it being so dour i definitely am like god damn i fucking love this show i love the world building i love the art style the characters the like you can't fucking you can't tell me swords and grappling hooks ain't the tightest shit that shit's tight as fuck (laughs) like
1: all of the like just from having like seen like them like zipping around a little bit i'm like yeah fuck yeah actually yeah hell yeah let's go and you haven't even seen like the experts
0: do it yeah either like and that shit fucking whips ass so i'm very excited for that so anime good let's get an anime good in the chat let's get a fucking good let's get a welcome back jess in the chat i'm very excited yeah i'm
2: so excited to be back Um,
1: we're gonna say that for like the duration of this whole fucking (laughs) series we're like man we're so happy jess is back like Buddy, it's been three years. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be all the way through Demon Slayer
0: in like 2025. And I'll be like, oh my God, I'm so glad to have Jess back. And Jess will be like, I've had three kids. <laughs> <laughs> Connor's going to have his own podcast where he's going to critique our podcast.
2: Oh my
1: God. Somebody fucking has to. (laughs) It's
2: (laughs) going to be a five (laughs) hour video about our two hour podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The problem with the big three. (laughs) The big three's garbage. Here's why.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. But um, let's see. Uh, With that, that's going to be the end of the episode. So. I would like to hear what everybody in the discord thinks about this. Um, and if you're not a member of the discord yet, what the fuck Jesus Christ. Okay. (laughs) Now now go check it out. We got like a really cool chill discord beats to relax to situation community going on. It's, it's very cool. A lot of like really nice people talking about fast food mascots and anime it's really cool, dude. Um, the link for that is going to be in the description. And with that, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Big 3 mha even though we're not coming, covering MHA. And you can find me on Twitter at, at Victory Position.
2: You can find me at AWildJessichu.
0: You can find me at the TheCandyMan. And this has been the first episode of The Big 3 Attack on Titan. Peace.